Okay, guys, how's everybody? Feeling good about yourself? You know, I have to tell you, I like the holidays. I've been listening to Christmas music the moment that uh, Coast 103.5 put it on. You know? I was fired on. You know, Chris is like, oh, no, what are you doing? I'm like, well, hey, it's Christmas. It's, uh, it's the season, man. We, today, are going to close out the Worthy series. And uh, today we are going to be talking about worthy of praise. And uh, I have to tell you, get ready, because you are going to be actively involved in this sermon. Every single one of you. Okay, so don't think, oh no, I can slide through. No, you are, if you're in this room, you are going to be involved uh, with this sermon. And you are going to have an active part to play in this sermon, if you understand what I'm saying. So, well, no, you don't entirely understand, but, but you will understand uh, a little bit later uh, what we're talking about. Okay, let's define praise, first of all. Praise is thankfulness expressed. So, notice how that fits into Thanksgiving. <clears throat> okay, Thanksgiving weekend at all. USC students have much to be thankful for. Nice football win yesterday. Those of you who are fans in the in the audience, I know there are several. Chuck and uh, uh, others. Uh, where's Ryan? He's out there gloating somewhere. Uh, uh, all the uh, <clears throat> all the USC alumni and uh, uh, fans are, are grateful for the nice win. The uh, Notre Dame uh, UCLA fans, not so much. Uh, but anyway, praise is thankfulness expressed either verbally or written or in song. That's what praise is. Now I want to ask you as you do a little bit of a diagnostic on yourself, are you a thankful person? Is the idea of being grateful, being thankful... Something that comes natural for you? Or is it something that is a little difficult for you to get a hold on? Is it, is it seemingly easy for you to say thank you? Or is it close to being a national holiday for you to say thankful, uh, th- th- thank you for anything? And I propose to you that if you're living the kind of life that God wants you to live, if you're becoming the person that God wants you to become, being a person that praises God and praises other people should become something that you enjoy doing and you become very, very good at. It's something that becomes a natural part of your character, natural part of, of who you are. It's that it's easy for you to praise. It's easy for you to say thank you. It's easy for you to express gratitude to those around you. Turn in your uh, Bibles to the, to the Old Testament. And we're going to pick it up here at uh, Psalm 142. <clears throat> and we're going to notice something here with the last several Psalms as we look at the Psalms. Of uh, these are of David, and they are all sort of setting up to this same kind of theme. In Psalm one forty two, verse one, I cry aloud to the Lord. So he's David is writing a psalm 
a song about praying, right? Okay, then go to Psalm 143. O Lord, hear my prayer. So 142, 143 are both setting up this idea of a prayer, expressing to God. Then Psalm 144. Praise be to the Lord my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. He's my loving God, my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge and who, who subdues peoples under me. So David now is praying to God and he shifts and he starts talking about praising God for all the different things that he thinks God is in his life. And look at his expressiveness there. He's my loving God, my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge. Look at Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praises, or praise to God as long as I live. Psalm 147, verse 1. Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praise to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise Him. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights above. Praise Him all His angels. Praise Him all His heavenly hosts. 149 verse 1. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. And praise His assembly to all the saints. Psalm 150, the last psalm. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. So all these songs, he, he's in prayer, he's in a prayerful, worshipful kind of moment, and then he just, he just talks about praise. I need to thank God for all that God has done in my life and all that I feel because of who God is in my life. Now remember, praise is just verbalizing or writing down or singing what's already there in your heart. But it, it's thinking it through a little bit. Okay, what has God blessed me with? And then you have to get your mind going. You have to start writing down the, the list in your own mind or maybe even writing it down on a piece of paper. How has God taken care of you? How has He blessed you? How has He provided for you? Now, if you're not doing that already, right now you need to do that. If you're not taking notes, start. Write it down. List it. What has God blessed you with? How has God taken care of you? How do you feel because of God being in your life? How's your list going? Got two things? Four? Maybe six? Okay. 
Now turn to the person to your right or to your left, behind you or in front of you, however you have to compared to how people are seated around you, and share with them what you just wrote down. done already? Okay, now, let's come back to the other. What you are sharing is things that God has blessed you with. But praise to God is just not what God has praised you with. In Psalm 18, verse 1, this is Psalm of David again. He says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield, my horn of salvation. My stronghold, I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. Okay, now, I want you to make another list. What has God saved you from? Make a list. Where would you be today had you not had God in your life? Who might you have married? If your life had continued on the, on the line it was on before you became a Christian, what was the logical destination of where you were going? You getting a list of two, three things? Okay, find somebody else to talk to and from who you talked to the first time 
and share with them what God has saved you from. And if you need to get up, get up. Okay, come on back in. Turn to Psalm 96. And we talked about uh, that, that praising God is thankfulness in expression, in, in you know, verbalizing, uh, you know, speaking, uh, uh, singing, writing. But I want to zero in on the singing thing here. In Psalm 96, it says, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise His name. Proclaim His salvation day after day. Day after day. Declare His glory among the nations. His marvelous deeds among all people. When you read that, there's a certain energy in it, isn't it? There's an enthusiasm there. I mean, sing to the Lord with all your might. He's sort of saying, look over to Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. I want to talk for a minute about our individual participation in singing in church. Singing... And, and, and we see it in Psalm 96 and in Psalm 100, is shout to the Lord. There's an enthusiasm. There, there, there's an enjoyment that's going on. If you are watching your favorite team, and, and they do something uh, great, they score a touchdown, what do you do? Come on! Awesome! Great! Because you're, you're invested in it. You're, you're emotionally involved in what's going on, right? Yeah. And, and, and if you're me, if, if something is happening and it's very positive uh, or negative, 
It is likely to uh, get a reaction. No! 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 You idiot! Right? Am I the only one? And sometimes, I mean, 30 seconds can, can separate, you know? Oh, yes, 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 no, no, no! But, but, you're, but you're clearly very involved uh, with what uh, is going on. It is amazing sometimes, I look around during our worship in our singing service, uh, the lack of involvement that some of you have. Um, singing at church is not like being at a concert where you're being entertained. Okay? Now, there's an entertainment part of singing in that the, those who lead the songs should be talented enough to be doing it, if you know what I'm saying. If they're not talented enough to be doing it, they shouldn't be doing it. But uh, we are very blessed here. Unbelievably blessed uh, with the song uh, leaders and, and, and those who uh, are involved in our song service. They're talented. They know music. They know how to sing. Uh, they're, they're clever and creative and all that. They do a great, great job. And so there is a part of our worship and song that is entertainment in a sense that they're doing a great job and we enjoy watching them do it. Amen? You with me? You agree? Yes. Amen. Last thing you want to do is, is, is watch the song leaders during a service and say, oh my gosh, that's bad. Now, have you ever been to a service where you thought that? Uh, I have. And, and, and you're not really singing to, with joy to the Lord. You're like, oh, this is, this is bad. Uh, and, and, and I wish it were different. You know, that, that, that kind of a thing. But the song service is not for you to be entertained. It really isn't for your enjoyment. It's a participation sport. You understand what I'm saying? We need to be involved with it. Singing. Ourselves. You say, well, I don't have a good voice. Irrelevant. Because you're not up there on with the microphone in front of your mouth. And most of us say, thank God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. They shouldn't have that. I shouldn't have that. You know, I, I, I like to say, people around me tend to do this around, you know. And, and what, what I'm thinking they're doing is they're trying to, to keep me out of their head so they can sing the proper note and, and, and that kind of thing. And every once in a while, my wife will even say, hey, settle down. You're off. It, that, that's, that's the terminology. You're off. I generally don't appreciate that evaluation. Uh, but, but, but in sobriety, I think it's probably accurate. If, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, she, if she says I'm off, I'm probably off. I don't think she would say I'm off if I'm on. Really, you know. She's not really trying. If, if she says I'm off, I'm probably off and I need to settle down. That hurts my pride a little bit and annoys me, but, but there's an accuracy to it I have to agree with. But you actually should sing. Now, are you saying, well, Marty, are you telling me to sing? Well, I'm trying to teach you how to worship God. And so, yeah, I'm telling you, that's what you should be doing. There there should be an involvement that you have with what's being uh, sung that particular day. 
Okay, now let's go back to our singing earlier. Uh, Pete, what was the first song we sang today? Uh, Jesus will fix it. Jesus will fix it. That's a cool one to sing. Because you're singing that Jesus can fix your life. You know? And and it's clever. Jesus is going to fix it. Fired up. Okay, what was the second song you sang? Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Jesus. You should never sing that song sitting down. How can you sing stand up, stand up for Jesus, seated? That would, that would never work. You gotta stand up! Stand up for Jesus! Come on! Take a stand, it's saying. You know? That's a great, great thought. It's a great, and it has sort of a, uh, with a the Christian warrior kind of a theme to it, you know? Uh, lift high his royal banner! You know, it, it, that, that kind of a thing. There's a, an arousing. Okay, uh, now the, uh, you did three, you know, the Latino band came up, but what did they sing? Praise is heard around the world. Praise is heard around the world. And it's great to sing in English and in Spanish, even though you don't, you don't really know what you're singing, you know, uh, for most of us. Uh, you know, some of us do both ways, and, and that's cool. We understand in Spanish and in English. But for me, I don't really speak Spanish, so I, but I enjoy singing in Spanish. That's cool. Uh, you know, and, and I'm, that's one of the greatest parts of uh, the way that Raphael has our services structured and all that, and I love that. It, it's a great part uh, of it. Okay, now we came in here. What are you singing here? You've got to take the Lord with you. got to take the Lord with you. Man, that's a good thing, right? Take the Lord with you wherever you go. In the street, in the home, on the job, all alone. It's highway, byway. Where's the byway? I don't know. I know where the highway is. Byway, I'm not sure. It must be a little highway is what I always thought. That must, like, a, like a path, you know, as opposed to a, a, a wide, that kind of thing. And so the songs have words that we're singing. You're praising. You should be involved. That is the proper thing to do in song. And, and hopefully you can, you know, think about this and look at these, these passages and get a, a feel for them. Now, I want to hit one other thing here that I think is very important for us to understand. Praise is what now? It's thankfulness expressed. And, and the point of, of being worthy of praise is that God is worthy of our praise. He has earned it. He's worthy of our praise. But not only is God worthy of my praise, not only is God worthy of your praise, people around you are worthy of your praise. Look over to 1 Timothy chapter 5. 1 Timothy 5 and verse 17. Now this is talking about a church leader, an elder. In this case, but we're going to go deeper than just the church leader. It says, The elders who direct the affairs of the church well, 1 Timothy 5.17, are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. Uh, and it goes on and, and, and it talks about that. Uh, look over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12. Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord, who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Look over to Philippians chapter 2. Verse 25. 
Uh, Paul here is talking about one of his co-workers. He says, but I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus. So it's got this guy Epaphroditus. My brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, who you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you as distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and and almost died. But God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but also on me to spare uh, me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him uh, so that when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. Welcome him to the Lord with great joy and honor men like him. Okay, look over to Romans 12. Or Romans 15, rather. Romans 15, verse 1. You guys there? We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Now look back to Ephesians, to Ephesians 4. This idea of building each other up fits into the idea of praising each other. In in, uh, Ephesians 4, verse 29, now remember, praise is thankfulness expressed, right? Verbally or written or in song. He says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. He's talking about what we're saying to each other. Don't say unwholesome things or or uh, unhelpful things, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. So being a person who praises others is actually being thankful for others and actually saying it. Now, I want you to make a list. Again, making lists now. At least two people in this room that you are thankful for. And of course, if you're thankful for, you have to have that, that sort of begs the, the blank, right? You're thankful for what? Something specific is in your mind. You're not just thankful for them in a in generic way. You're thankful for them because of what? Now, Epaphroditus, why was Paul thankful for him? Apparently, the dude was tough as nails. I mean, he almost died. So Paul says, when he thinks of Epaphroditus, Epaphroditus, you are one tough hombre, baby. I love you. You you got some grit and some guts, and I I just I just love that about you. You you're, you're a tough guy. So see, it wasn't this that Paul said. Yeah, I'm really thankful. He, you got to fill in the blank. Why are you thankful for that person? And Ephesians four says, hey, don't let unwholesome things. You know, you don't you go. Hey, you know, here's what I don't like about you. That's not what he's saying. He's saying it's more, why would you praise someone? It's because of something they've done in your life. Okay, you got a list of one or two people? Okay, go tell them. Go tell them. What's that? Oh, it's me! (laughs) Well, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're kind. (laughs) 
Hey, you know what? I'm thankful for all you guys. You guys are awesome. My young guys and girls. Okay, be coming back to your seat. Well, thank you, Rick. You see, worthy of praise is not just God is worthy of praise. God is worthy of our praise. But there's others around us who are worthy of our praise, and we need to be very effusive in giving them that praise. You say, well, I don't want them to get a big head. <laughs> Let them get a big head. You know what? The world is constantly beating us up, beating us down, smacking us down. Man, the church should be someplace where when we come to church, we listen, we need to be built back up. We need to be you know, uh, helping each other with, with, with uh, how we feel about ourselves and, and how uh, we look at the world around us. And coming to church shouldn't be something where you think, oh gosh, I'm going to come to church and it'll be another experience where I'm going to be laid low. It needs to be something where you're built up. Now that doesn't mean every week I'm going to be blowing sunshine up here, okay? As a minister, I've got to preach the Word. I've got to encourage. I've got to correct. I've got to rebuke with great patience and careful instruction. So every sermon's not going to be this, you know, sunshine all the time. On the other hand, church in and of itself should be a place where we're being built up and strengthened and ready to go back out into the world. Now here, I want to end our thoughts here on this with Jesus. Because essentially, in every area that we would ever talk about, if we would be more like Jesus, we would be closer to being what we need to be. And in this area, Jesus certainly demonstrated that He would praise God and also that He would praise people. Remember in Luke 10, and I'm not going to look at these Scriptures, I'll just make reference to them. In Luke 10, He sends out the apostles to share their faith. And then they come back and they sort of report to Him. And in verse 21, it says that Jesus was was full of joy uh, of the the success that they had had and the the encouragement that they had had going out and talking to people. And and He turned and He said, and I praise You, Father. And, And so Jesus praised God. He thanked God for God working in His life. He thanked God for God working in the lives of people around Him. And He was very grateful for that. So Jesus praised God. Jesus also praised people. Remember when the Roman centurion comes up to Him and and says, Hey, can, can you heal my daughter? This is a Roman centurion. He's not a Jew. He's not probably not even a real believer in God. And Jesus says, yeah, I'll come. And the, and the centurion says, no, 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 you don't need to come. I understand who you are. I'm a soldier. 
I tell this one to go and he goes. I tell that one to come and he comes. I tell that one to do this and he does it. And Jesus says, I have not seen such faith even from the Jews, the people of Israel. He builds this guy up. He says, you're not very far from the kingdom of God right there, dude. I know you don't even, you're not even a real believer yet. But you're, you're pretty close. He built this guy up. How about when he went to Martha and Mary's house? He goes to Martha and Mary's house and Martha's all worried about everything. And Mary's in there listening to him and, and he says, Martha, you need to settle down and get a grip. <laughs> Mary has chosen what is better and it's not going to be taken from her. But I'm telling you, I, I don't, Mary had to be feeling good that day. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was good. That was good for the Lord to say that. So, Jesus would praise God when, it, when the appropriate time came in His life. He would praise people around Him when they did things well or made good choices and did the right things in His life. For you and for me... We need to become not only good at this, this needs to become our second nature. God, thank You for what You've blessed me with in life. Thank You for what You've kept me from having to go through in my life. Now, we all sometimes go through difficult things. We all have things in our life that are hard uh, to deal with. and, and, And life is not easy for anybody. On the other hand, you don't have to be a real creative thinker to realize, boy, things could be a lot worse. And, and if I hadn't given my life to the Lord, things would have been a whole lot different in my life. And I just need to step back and say, you know, I think I need to be grateful. I think I need to be expressive and grateful to God. Thank you, God, for what you've done in my life. Thank you, God, for what you've kept me from having to go through that I might have had to go through uh, if, if I had not given my life to you. So we need to become good at that. We need to become good at going up to people and saying, hey, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm grateful for what you've done in my life. I'm grateful for the impact that I see you having on other people's lives around you or that kind of thing. I hope that the worthy of praise thing here is something that you can go home and, and say, man, we had the weirdest uh, sermon today. You know, uh, we, we made the list and, and went around and shared all these things about three or four different times uh, during the sermon. So hopefully uh, you know, our study and our exercise today uh, will be of a, a good one for you. Have a great week! Amen? You are dismissed.